helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. What would you say if you ran into a friend you haven't seen for a few years and she started pouring out her heart to you about a man in her life? She tells you he controls her finances by telling her what she should and shouldn't buy and even the kind of car she should drive. She tells you that when she was thinking of going back to school to study nursing, he vehemently disagreed, stating that it was a waste of time and that she should study engineering instead because it pays more money. And just when you think it couldn't, the story couldn't get worse, she tells you, I just go along with whatever he says, because if I disagree, he will not call me for weeks and will not return my calls. What would you say to your friend? What if she was not talking about her boyfriend or her husband, but her father? Would your advice change? This is the kind of relationship that many women have with controlling fathers. In today's show titled Setting Boundaries with Controlling Fathers, part four of a part four se- of a four-part series, Adult Daughters of Controlling Fathers, I will be giving seven important principles for overcoming the control and manipulation of controlling fathers. If you have been listening to this series, you will remember that we said that controlling fathers will produce daughters that fit in one of three categories. The favorite is the first category. That is daughters who is the favorite of the controlling father. The second type of daughter is the rebel. That is the daughter who who, who fight against the control and manipulation of her father. She push back in an attempt to regain control over her life. And the third kind of daughter is the passive, the passive daughter who goes along with the control and manipulation, but secretly dislikes the father and the power he exerts over her life. The first three parts of this series explained the the traits of each type of daughter in detail. We also explore the different effects that control has on each type of daughter's romantic business and spiritual life. If you miss these episodes, you can listen to them by going to our YouTube channel. Just type in ELM Counseling Services in the YouTube browser and you will see uh, these episodes there along with about 300 other podcasts that we have done. We also want to remind you that ELM Counseling Services is a not-for-profit organization that counts on your support to stay on the air and that you can find out more about us by going to our website, elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. 
The Genesis narrative in Genesis 29.33 tells us the story of an extremely controlling father and his two daughters. That is Laban and his daughters Rachel and Leah. Just as we get the name of the personality disorder narcissism from the extremely self-centered Greek mythological figure Narcissus, we could give the name Labanism to people who are extremely controlling. In the Genesis narrative, we see Laban taking control of Rachel's wedding, an extreme form of control in which he actually took her out of her wedding and made it her sister's wedding, deceiving Rachel's fiancé Jacob into marrying her sister Leah instead. Later on in the narrative, the girls gave us a picture of how they felt about their father. They said that he even took control of their finances and that he used their bride price for his own purposes. In biblical times, the bride price was a kind of insurance that was given to women in the event that their husband should die prematurely. Laban was not concerned about his daughters. He was concerned about himself, and he took full control of their finances. So here are the seven tips that I'm going to be giving today. Seven tips, seven ways of setting boundaries with controlling fathers, seven things that you can do if you are a daughter that finds yourself in this kind of a situation, or if you are someone counseling uh, a person, a, a woman who is going through this kind of control. So the first important step, the first point is to take stock of the effect that the control is having on your life. Control, this type of control on adult daughters have serious effects. Number one, the effect on their self-esteem. If you have a father that is so controlling that he's making all important decisions for you is dictating the, the kind of uh, romantic relationship you should have, the kind of car you should buy, who you should marry to, what kind of course you're to study in school. This will have the effect of taking away your ability to be confident and to make decisions for yourself. So, this this kind of control exerted by controlling father has severe effect on a person's self-esteem and their ability to be confident in their decision making. This kind of control, as we saw in the other parts of the series, also has effect on a person's spiritual life. If God, if your father is controlling and uh, a person who doesn't give you the room to make decisions for yourself and he's very punitive and uh, takes away his affection for you or his love for you if you don't go along with what he said, what, what he says you are to do, then you see you will have the 
tendency to paint God in the same picture. You will see God as controlling. You will see God as pushing you into things that you don't want to be a part of. And you will see God as being angry at you if you decide not to go along with what you perceive as to be God's will in your life. You will not see God as a loving, compassionate Father whose mercy endures forever. So it will affect your spiritual life, but this will also affect your romantic life. Women who are in situations where they are controlled and manipulated all their life, they will have uh, men who will mirror their father in some way. Maybe it's the exact opposite of the father, or maybe it's the exact replica of the father, someone who is controlling and manipulative manipulative the same way. So it will affect your spiritual life, it will affect your romantic life, it will affect your self-esteem, but also Take stock of the effect that this will have on your health. Taking stock, I should say, involve taking stock of the effect that this will have on your health. Women who are in these types of relationship are severely stressed, either stressed because they're they're rebelling against what the father says and there is conflict in the family system all the time or they're stressed internally because they're passive and they're going along with what their father wants but inside they're they're angry and and they're, they're, they're really very upset and unhappy. This will have effect on your health and on your mental health as well. And so the second point is to break the cycle. Yes, break the cycle. You see, in these kinds of relationship where there is a controlling father and a daughter that fits one of those three categories, there is a, a, a pattern that is taking place in these kinds of relationship. And if you can find out what that pattern is and break the cycle, this is an important part of your recovery. So let me explain what I mean by breaking the cycle. Let me give an example. So your father steps in and he says, you know, I don't want you to marry uh, Harry. I want you to marry John. And John is, is the father's favorite, but you have no romantic feelings, you know, for John. You like Harry and the father wants you to, to marry to, to marry John. And so he becomes upset because you're persistent in that you are in love with Harry. And so what will end up happening after a while, the father will say, well, you know, I'm not going to have anything to do with you. Maybe he doesn't say this verbally, but maybe he just withdraws his love and you're calling him day after day and he's not answering. And so you become anxious because you are used to the cycle of him withdrawing love and the pain and anguish that it causes you is so much that what you do typically is that you take up the phone, you call and you apologize for not following is advice. And so the cycle there is that if you do not do what he wants, you will be punished and brought to your knees until you go along with his wish. And so maybe you end up marrying 
marrying John instead of Harry. So break the cycle. So breaking the cycle will look something like this. Instead of taking up the phone to call and to, and to apologize and to say you are sorry, realize that you're doing nothing wrong by following the desires of your heart. Realizing that unless there is something there that really makes Harry a bad person and your pastors are telling you that Harry is a disaster and your friends are telling you, that's a different scenario. But I'm talking about here where a father is imposing something on you just because the person is his favorite or because he likes that certain thing. In those situations, break the cycle by not falling into the old pattern of crying and apologizing when you are being punished by the withdrawal of his of of his attention and his love realizing that you will be okay a few weeks will pass and maybe those weeks will turn into months but you will be okay if you do not call and apologize you're not you're not doing anything wrong by being an adult and making your own decision. So don't apologize just to make peace. Don't apologize if you're not doing anything wrong. Make sure that you realize those old patterns of how punishment, of how withdrawal of love and attention is used to bring you to your knees and to make you go along with whatever he wants. Or maybe the, the old pattern is that if you if he's helping you to pay certain bills because you're going through old you're going through a rough financial time then he will suddenly just stop sending you the payment to help you with with this financial difficulty that you're having and that brings you to your knees where you call and you apologize because you're depending on him for help break the cycle do not fall into those old pattern of habits or behaviors by the controlling father that is meant to punish you into submission. And so the, the other way of breaking the cycle is to take the drama out of the situation. So usually in these kinds of relationship, especially if it's the rebel, there is a lot of conflict and and arguments and back and forth and there is this these big flare-ups that sometimes result in a person breaking down and submitting quietly disagree and withdraw avoid the drama michael will be right back you have been listening to the Life Transformation Show where award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services has continued the series on Adult Daughters of Controlling Fathers with Part 4 being Setting Boundaries with Controlling Fathers. You can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com where you can also make a donation to this Christ-centered ministry. Your donations help us to stay on the air and to provide subsidized counseling to those who can't afford it. Back to Michael. So the second, the first point is to take stock. The second point is to break the cycle. And the third point is to limit 
what you share. Limit what you share. I see an interesting dynamic in these kinds of relationships where people will come to me and they will they will they are saying that my dad is so controlling, he's controlling, he's trying to tell me what to do in my in my personal life, you know, that I should stop dating this person or that I should get married right away and I don't want to do that. Or they're telling you that they're buying a car and they're telling me that they want to buy a car and the dad is telling them the kind of car they are to buy and he will get angry and withdraw his love and affection if they do not do exactly what he, what he says. But the interesting dynamic that I see is that in many of these cases, these people who are complaining these daughters who are complaining, they are the one who are sharing the information with the controlling father. They are the one that is saying, I want to buy a car and this is the kind of car I'm thinking to buy. What do you think? And they know that the old patterns of behavior, that this is not going to be, you know, an advice that is given where you have permission to follow it or not to follow it if you so desire. They know that if they don't go along with the advice that they have been given, that there will be conflict, that there will be a withdrawal of of affection and that there will be manipulation that will that is intended to make them go along with whatever the controlling father suggests so limit what you share do not go to to the controlling person for advice do not go to the controlling person to talk about problems that are happening into your life because in your life because this will only further the problem and cause him to have more control. So limit what you share. And even if you're asked what's going on with your relationship, politely say, I would prefer not to talk about my romantic life with you anymore. And this might be hard, but this is a this is a something that you need to do to avoid the drama and the conflict and the manipulation that is taking place. The fourth point is that you need to become more independent and self-sufficient. So one way of becoming more independent and self-sufficient is to become confident in your own decisions that you make as an adult. Realize that you have the capacity to make good decisions. You see, you have been conditioned from a child to feel that you're incapable and that you need to rely on his advice and that his advice is like the word of God that you should always follow. But this is not the case. You are an adult and you are capable of making good decisions. If you are not capable of making, if you have a track record of making terrible decisions, then become more independent by getting advice from others outside of the family system. Advice from your pastor, a trusted friend or mentor. But do not stay in that cycle because the the advice that you're getting from your your controlling father is is going to uh, 
maintain and cement the control that he has over your life. And one way of breaking that dependence, becoming more independent, is to refuse gifts if strings are attached to those gifts those gifts. And in many of these situations that I see, usually the controlling person that give gifts will give gifts, financial gifts, bailing you out of financial difficulty, but it will come with the cost of more control. So try to get to a place where you no longer accept gifts, financial gifts. Don't rely on the financial gifts of the controlling father because this will be a way of him maintaining control over your life. Seek advice elsewhere. Get financial aid elsewhere. Get loans from friends or from institutions that will not exert this kind of control over your life and over your decisions. And the fifth point is that you should establish boundaries. Establish boundaries. One boundary that you can set, uh, I sort of alluded to before, is that you can say that I do not want to discuss my my personal life with you anymore. Another boundary could be, you know, thank you for asking that, but I just do not uh, want to 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 depend on you for financial support anymore. I am quite capable of providing for myself. And if you are not, then that point of becoming independent is very, very important before you can set these boundaries where your finances is controlled. And so you should realize that when you try to set boundaries, it's not going to be an easy thing for you to do because as you set these boundaries, there's going to be attempts to violate your boundaries and to continue to exert control. So one of the principles for good boundary setting is for you to be calm and consistent. So if you have to yell and scream you're not in control. If your boundaries are being violated because you are fearful of how he's going to react, you are not in control. So be very, very calm in saying, I'm sorry, Dad, but I don't want to talk about that subject today. I'm sorry, Dad, but I have to refuse that gift. I think I'll do well without this new car that you want to buy. Or you may say that, Dad, you know, I I really do not want you to tell me the kind of courses of study that I need to do. I I think I will make my own decision. So these boundaries, so being calm is important, and but also being consistent. Because you see, if you are not consistent where today you take a financial gift and 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 then the next day you said I I do not want to, uh, to to you to be involving my finances. Then what will end up happening is that you're giving mixed messages, and he's going to be confused, and he, and he might not be in the wrong to assume that you are dependent on him. So establish boundaries, be calm in how you state your boundaries, but also be consistent in 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 following through with your boundaries. And the sixth point is that you should limit contact if necessary. Limit contact if necessary. And let me tell you why this is important. Sometimes you are so conditioned from a very young age 
to behave in a certain way that you need time away to heal. And if you are if you're in that situation over and you know consistently while you're trying to heal, it's like running a race with a leg that's fractured and saying, I want to heal this leg. No, if you want to heal, you have to come out of the race. You have to take time away to heal. So you may need time away from that family dynamic uh, where where you, you feel powerless, where you feel incapable of making your own decision, where you feel incapable of standing up to your father, you may need time away out of that system to heal and become healthy. And so I can hear someone there saying, but what about the Bible says about honoring your mother and your father? I feel if I do that, I'm going to be dishonoring my my father. Well, let me say that God calls you to honor people who act in honorable way. When God says, honor your mother or your and your father, I don't think God is thinking about a situation where you put yourself at risk in situation where you are honoring someone who acts in dishonorable way or you're you're honoring someone by feeling I can say no I cannot have any boundaries that's not honoring that's fearing and so you to honor someone you have to be able to come at it from a healthy place and maybe you need time to heal before you can honor that person because even if you're going along with everything that he says but you're carrying hatred and bitterness in your heart God sees that and that's not honoring so I think you need time to take time away maybe the most spiritual thing you can do is to take time away to heal before you go back into that situation. And I've seen so many people who do not follow this principle and they, they make resolution, New Year's resolution, that they're going to, to, to make these changes, they're going to put in place these boundaries in place, and, you know, by they get to the Easter celebration, they're back in the same pattern. Some doesn't even make it to the Easter celebration, and the Father's next birthday celebration, they're right back into. So, find a polite way of saying, I am not available to attend these functions. I'm attending to self-care. I'm not doing well emotionally, and I need to take the time to heal. That's probably the best thing you can do to, to be able to put these principles in place. And the seventh point is develop a support team. Because you've been so conditioned from childhood, you're not going to be able to make, to put all of these plans and strategies in place on your own. You will need a support team that will be able to encourage you to say, yes, there is nothing wrong with not accepting that gift. Yes, there is nothing wrong with not wanting to marry John just because your father wants you to, because you have been so conditioned to feel that he's always right, that you will begin to doubt yourself but but you also need a support team to be able to give you to 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 support you when you're feeling emotionally down and you're 
you're tempted to give in to the cycle because you cannot deal with the, with, with the withdrawal of love that is taking place because you said no. Change doesn't come easy, but it's possible with following these seven strategies. And so there you have it for today, the seven strategies of how to how to deal with a controlling father. If you have missed the first part of the show or the other parts in the series, you can listen to them by going to our YouTube channel at elimcounselingministry.com in YouTube. You can find out more about our ministry by searching on, on, on Google for Elim Counseling Services and there's so much information on our website and, and ways of contacting us. If you need to contact us, please do so through our website. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Life Transformation Show. If you haven't contributed to this ministry as yet, please consider doing so by uh, through our YouTube, through our our website, elimcounselingministry.com or at patreon.com slash elimcounseling. So until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.